conflict. Conflict? Conflict. It can get heated, it can get uncomfortable. Where I am now, it took a lot of failed relationships. It's about sitting in discomfort because it doesn't feel good. You'll see it's a fucking skill. Powerful skill that takes discipline and work. Because without that, like, how do you problem solve? To actually say, hey, that hurts me. I'm not in control and I'm vulnerable with you. More than 50% of the population in the United States have divorced parents. I want to I want to go off that point because you said something earlier that I'm like, I want to challenge because you're like, well, we have this arrogance that we can make it work with anybody. And part of me believes, OK, yes, I understand why you see it that way, because the malleability to how you are as personalities, that's that's fine. But there's the other 50 percent of that, which is the other person. Mm -hmm. And to say that you can work with anybody isn't entirely true because there's that other 50% that you have to be, you have to either say, mm, I don't want to be with that person or I want to. So there's like a contradicting kind of statement yes. that goes there. I understand what you're trying to say, but like to the people out there that are trying to find that relationship, it's you like, yes, what you're saying is it's you, you gotta, you can change, but then it's like, do you want to change? So can you explain that? So, <laughs> so for me, here, here's the, the, here's the basis of that belief. Like I mentioned before, I have a lot of strong relationships in my life, right? Both with women, men, there's the other aspect that I'm a coach and I can actually impact someone into a transformation, right? Influencer. Yeah. So with that, like I've been able to build relationships with some of the most difficult people like you, like you, like for example, like with Moses, <laughs> our relationship was forged in like confrontation because Moses was similar to Paola, very resistant to confrontation. He was shut down. So like my influence, it just comes into the arrogance. And now uh, when I say arrogance, I'm, I'm looking at it as a thing that I know it's a bit of a overinflated ego. So it may not be associated directly with reality, but it goes into my confidence. So it's an empowering belief that I choose to keep. So with that being said, like, I've been able to influence people to be individuals that can be in a relationship with me. Which is no walk in the park. <laughs> yeah. Like when did you when did you push Paola into conflict resolution? So going back to that story that, that she said like she would fight with her brothers. So this is I'll, I'll give you that 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 scenario. We had gotten into a couple of little tips and this is like early on. This is like, we're still in high school, not even a year in into our relationship. And for those of you who don't know, I had a bit of an anger issue in high school. He was kind of scary because oh. he didn't talk. I was like, he's either going to shoot up the school. He was going to fight you guys. That was it. Well, and that, that, not listening. Now, yeah, I had a very big trigger about not listening. I got into many fights that started with me saying, you're not listening to me. Um, 
So I had a bit of an anger issue in the sense of like this emotion would take over me and it would, I was in violent towards that. It was very in control in the sense I wouldn't yeah, ever be violent toward, towards her. But what would happen is like, we'll have, we'll have something that's causing tension and I'll try to go t- talk about it, right? As soon as any emotion, like as soon as I raised my voice a little bit, Paula would shut down. She would shut down and just like, like become like a stone that I couldn't even like move. So that would be extremely frustrating. And I remember one day specifically, we got into an argument. Um, she shut down in that way. And then I left my house really upset and just went walking around town, literally looking for a fight. I was walking around town looking for a fight. And luckily it was too late that there only was like, you know, drunk, drunk, undocumented individuals, which I was like, maybe I can fight. Nah, they're, they're freakishly strong. There's that fight that But like, I had to go through that from, from my end to like, number one is manage my own anger. But then one day I saw her older brother, Henry, come at her about like, I need to use the computer. She was on the computer. Her brother comes into the room. He's like, I need to use the computer. You guys know how arrogant Henry can, can be. So he comes in and starts pushing her. And to, for me to see her, first of all, to be a boyfriend, watching your girl versus her brother fight is very awkward and uncomfortable because you want to step in to protect your girl, but this is her brother. So it's like this weird dynamic. So you're like frozen and like, uh, so I was frozen in the corner, didn't know what to do, but to see Paola stand up, square up with her brother, push him and them literally start like elbowing and pushing and wrestling each other to the ground. I was like, oh, she got fight in her. So how come I don't get that shit? Like, what the fuck? And that was literally the conversation we had. fight with me about it. He's, he's <laughs> like, take the fight about it and said, wait a minute. Why won't you fight me? I was like, props. <laughs> but that was that was like that that transitionary point to to your question, because once we talked about that, for you tell me if I'm wrong, but for you it made you realize that you had this different approach towards me, and it let us really talk about it, and it and let me express what I desired, what I needed to feel connected which was, I need to know when you're upset and, and what you're feeling. I, I need to dive into the world with you. And with you, you needed to feel safe that going into that vulnerability wasn't going to, you know, end in like violence or, or whatever it was. Yeah. And drive the other person away, I feel, right? I know with me sometimes that like, when it comes to confrontation, especially with like my significant other, it's like, what's the right what's the right tone because i feel like that it doesn't matter what you say sometimes but it depends how, how you say it and i learned a lot from relationships and from my mom constantly always yelling at me as a kid um but like my my girl and i we have two different confrontation styles uh when i was younger it was just a lot bark right away bark and with her she'll she barks and I get quiet and it's not because I'm shutting down. It's mostly because I need to process the way I feel because I know that she's a little bit more sensitive than I am. So if I just jump off of my initial feeling, it's going to create a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I have to explain to her sometimes, like, I'm not shutting down. I don't dislike you any less, but like, I just need to shut the fuck up so that I don't say something that I'm going to wind up paying for, um, out of anger. Yeah. You know? And, um, it's just like trying to figure out like that, that happy, that balance, that balance, you know, because we're so different in that aspect. It, it's funny because I don't find myself to be particularly sensitive and correct me. If I'm wrong, I'm not. I don't find that I'm that sensitive about things that typically women are sensitive about. With Rances, it was always the, it wasn't about the leaving. It was more about, mind you, I've never, uh, I've never been a victim. My parents never even like, the, the worst my parents did was like speak loudly to me and I was enough. Like, I, Never got hit as a kid. I'm like my siblings. We all got beat. <laughs> Rightfully so, though. <laughs> I'm just like you know. I'm not Dominican that way, so <laughs> I don't know the type of. Uh, so, for me, it was always the conflict, the conflict avoidance, and also knowing that when I'm speaking to somebody who is who can fuck me up, right? Like I'm, I'm aware of those things, and I don't know if it's growing up in certain places. It's like I know who I can take, I know what I can take, um, but I'm also not gonna push certain buttons. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm feeling unsafe around Rances. It wasn't a him thing. It was just like I'm not gonna go to a place where I can put myself in in that position because I think that's dumb. Yeah. Some people start pushing buttons, start hitting. I'm like, why you do that? You know, punch, then you can't take it. So you shouldn't. But anyways, <laughs> so it was about knowing like, hey, um, we can go there. We can have these discussions. We It can get heated. It can get uncomfortable. And I think it's more about the, the discomfort. Conflict resolution is about sitting in discomfort because it doesn't feel good. And that's the part of the party that we talk about. Like, it doesn't feel good. Um but it's what you get after that. Like it's coming through the other side that builds more tolerance for those discomforts. So that's what I had to learn to sit through an uncomfortable situation to actually say, Hey, that hurts me. And I am trusting you, the trust aspect of it to not hurt me. So why? And it takes a lot of time to get from point A of, of feeling like I can tell somebody that I just felt hurt by to tell them that and it feels like you're giving up your power. You're giving up. And I was very much about being in control. I didn't like getting drunk. I didn't like doing things because I, I want to be in control. Mm-hmm. So learning to that about yourself of like, I'm not in control and I'm vulnerable with you. Uh, it, it's, and it, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of vulnerability and discomfort. And it started then. It started with him saying to me, he was vulnerable with me. I remember him telling me, he's like, I want to fight with you, not for anything other than, it's like, I'm suppressing my emotion. And I, and I remember him telling me, that, and, and I like it clicked in my head. I'm like, I'm able to express my emotions, meaning if I want to cry, I fucking cry. Nobody tells me that's wrong, right? If I want to scream, I'm able to scream and nobody's like, that's wrong. It's like, oh, you know, you're going through your stuff. Okay. For men, it's not 
that easy. Totally different ways. It's always anger. It's the only acceptable emotion. So um, if he wanted to like say anything, he was the president. I was like, that's not fair. And there's this sense of fairness that comes over that he should be able to express himself how he wants to express himself. And if that's it, like who am I to take that away from him? And that's where it began uh, for us to be able to have those discussions and not run away uh, and not completely shut down. But I also told him, and these are the things, as you learned, I said to him, Bress has always wanted to, whenever there's any conflict, he wants to like, head on, yeah. let's go right now. And I'm like, there were times that I'm like, I need to process like you, I need to step away and see how I really feel about it before. Because I don't know why I'm really mad exactly. right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I would have to put a stop and it was like, I, I need to pause because it's, it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to get to the bottom of it. We're just going to, end, well, I'm just going to end up trying to hurt you. And I'm talking just for me because I can be petty as hell. <laughs> so like, no, this is not, this is not conducive to the feel heard. <laughs> those are, those are, those are really refined skills. Very. It takes time. Yeah. And, and going back to the point done and why I think people say you're lucky is like the opportunity to work on those skills. Like I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't have that opportunity till I met Rancis. And again, like Rancis as a coach, you, you, you were forced if you're going to go into a relationship with Rancis in any form that requires to get a certain outcome in that relationship you're going to be forced to, to go into conflict resolution. And that's a, that's, that's a pretty hard skill. And Rancis, I didn't think in what, five years, six years, we've been working together. That's 365 days of opportunities for six years. Yeah. That's, that's why I changed so much in such a short amount of time. I don't think people that are aware enough have that opportunity. Like, I think about like my sisters or I think about some of the, some of our clients, I look into the opportunities that they get in order to go into the conflict resolution. They, they don't necessarily have that if the other person doesn't have that awareness or skill. And I think it's like important to under, like the reason I'm highlighting this is because if there's anything that anybody can, can improve upon, whether it's for your career or whether it's for an intimate relationship is conflict resolution. Like that's, it's an that's actual it. fucking skill. Like go on LinkedIn, you'll see it's a fucking skill. Yeah. Because without that, like how do you problem solve? And it's a thing that from the career side, you and I have seen that it's a value. When we're doing consulting for companies, it's something that we have to teach the entire company how to do. We had to do it with our company and now we're doing it with other companies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree with you that it, it, it is a, a very powerful skill that takes a lot of discipline and work towards. And most people may have a root belief brought to them by, you know, by their upbringing, by environment that is like, no, the point is to avoid conflict. And if that's the premise, then you're never going to go into how do I get better at conflict resolution? Because I shouldn't. I shouldn't get better at that because I should just avoid conflict. Cause it, the, the, like, there's multiple things right now that reminded me of like the martial arts training, like 
for me, martial arts is like the bedrock of my perspective on life, which is like, number one is conflict. If in a conflict, obviously martial arts is based off of you being able to express yourself physically in a aggressive manner, if you will. If you hesitate at any moment during that, it it is a problem. Jay, you can speak about this. If you hesitate, it's a problem. You're going to pay for it dearly. And then the other aspect of that goes into like, you have to go head into that situation, no matter how scared you are of how, of that tunnel, of that, of that cave, that cave is super scary. You're going into the, the ring to, to fight this person. It's the scariest thing you can imagine. And you have to go in. And then that's when you discover more about yourself. So like, it's like in a relationship is like going into all those moments where it's like, you're terrified of like, uh, is my wife going to leave me because I, I show this weakness about whatever. And then you think, oh, that weakness is a perception within myself of what's supposed to be. So now you go in, even with all that fear, all that ego and with courage and you present it. And then this, the part where to your point, it's like the luck comes in is like, if you're able to do that with a person that is aware enough and that person is able to, even I'm not talking about like the level of communication that we have, someone that you can present a vulnerability to and shows you their ability to deal with it. Like that is lucky because it, I can easily see where you can be in an environment where you're talking to a lot of people and you're self-aware and you're working on yourself, all this, but everyone around you rejects it. I can see how that can build a belief of like, no, this ain't possible, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I agree with that aspect. I, d I just think, I think it takes time. So like, I'm like, I have a coaching situation that I am that reminds me of that. Like, I'm not willing to go into conflict in that space yet. And it's, there's like rapport building, there's building trust, there's getting to understand their, their way of thinking. But then you have to understand is like, well, I'm a coach like that deals with the, like understanding people's ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't know if everybody goes into intimate relationships like with that with approach, that, that person with that intent. It's like, I don't think they do. Yeah. Like understanding how somebody else thinks. And then like one big thing is like not taking things personally, which is like a, a, a really big thing. Yeah. And then understanding like that there's another skill that's involved in conflict resolution, which is like empathy. It's like understanding where you're wrong. And that's a really hard fucking thing to do, especially if you have inflated egos. So like there's a, there's a lot of components to just building that type of relationship. I think something of like your stature, like where I'm saying like, like 50 billion times and all this shit out of me. <laughs> where you had so many years. What is it? 20 years now? Yeah. 20 years, 365 days. Now you have clones <laughs> with similar personalities where you're now refining that skill even more so. That is, I think, a very fortunate opportunity that I, like, I was fortunate to see, like, my parents, I came from a divorced family, right? Uh, your parents are still together? They are. Your parents are still together, right? Your parents are still together, right? Like. I've witnessed friends who've had parents that have been there, like 
I have friends that have been together forever. Like, I, I don't come from that culture. My girlfriend's parents are still together. Like, I don't know what that means. So to take yourself from being in a, an environment where you didn't see that to then putting yourself and saying, oh, is this a possibility? And now having the awareness to see, like, oh, what do they do differently? What do they do differently? What do they do differently? More than 50% of, you know, the population in the United States have divorced parents. Yeah. That, that is, to me, it's, it's fortunate. And, and I, I think you said, uh, it gets me upset yeah. when people say that. I don't think they're trying to dismiss, like, the work. Yeah. I think they don't see the work. I think what they're saying is just, like, there is some kind of fortune to that. And I think with the people that, like, kind of, like, similar backgrounds to me, I think it, it takes a lot more energy and more effort to, to get to that position. Like where I am now, it took a lot of failed relationships. Jason here with Mindset You, and I just wanna thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and watching us every week. Since Mindset You is taking a different approach, we need your help coming up with new topics of stuff that you wanna hear so that we can give you the best quality possible and the best content possible in general. It's fun, come on, help us out, help us help you. Anyway, you can head over to vetoproject.com to watch any of the old episodes, any of the new upcoming episodes that are coming. You could also check us out on Instagram and on YouTube and anywhere else that you could possibly think of that you want us to be. Let us know. We'll be there. All right. Thank you so much.